This is a place. This is a place. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to hear something strange? Listen to us and you will see. This is our state on Halloween. This is a place, this is a place. Listeners scream in the dead of night. This is a place, everybody make a face. Listen to what we cover tonight. In our show, Brandon screams Because Nate, it's Halloween I'm the one who likes to provoke Everybody with my jokes This may come at no surprise When Nate makes jokes, I roll my eyes This is a place, this is a place Halloween, 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 Halloween In this town we call home Everyone listen to our episode. La 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 Welcome to this week's episode of This Is a Place Podcast. My name is Nate. My name is Brandon. And happy National No Beard Day. Hoppity. Hoppity, hippity, hoppity. <laughs> you did it. National. You I did, did it. it. I did it. I'm proud of you. I, I feel like I ruined it. I feel like I have to do it the other way now. Yeah. Hoppity National No Beard Day. There you go. <laughs> no back beard and edit day. It. I so know you really wanted to celebrate National Bra Day, but I don't have a lot to say about, about that. So, How about the bro? The bro. Or the man's And here. you're, people can't see, but you're... You're supporting the No Beard Day. I am. You shaved. I have uh, realized my skin is very sensitive. It makes me break out worse if I have a beard. So I am done with the beard thing for a bit. Really? Yeah. My wife won't let me shave. Because you look like a child. Because I look like a child. Do I look like a child? You definitely look... um, What's the word? Youthful, youthful, but you also look like you're ready to go do your church calling, whatever that may be. Is that because of the the hairline too? Like, there you go. You look like you're ready. <laughs> you look like you're ready to go do your classes at BYU. Okay. Have we already talked about that before? Like, why is it that BYU has so many young guys with a receding hairline or bald? Is it just a is it because of the inbreeding early on in our in our culture? In our culture? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe there's something to that. But no, we have it. not talked about it. Just find it interesting. But I have obviously the the widow's peak. Yeah. So that's that's getting more and more noticeable. You're but... well above my age and you still have a a decent set of hair so yeah i think that's part of the reason i keep growing it out because i feel like my time is very limited but i tell you once once it starts really going i'm i'm shaving i'm just gonna be i'm gonna bick my hair i'll keep the beard but i'll need razors to shave my head but can i tell you a funny story about my son bronco yes well we were at mcdonald's the other day 
He's almost 15. He turns 15 in a couple weeks. And um, and everybody knows that he's on the autism spectrum. So he's 15, but mm, kind of like a mentality of a seven, eight-year-old kid. Okay. But my wife pointed out to him that his chin had a long hair. And she said, we need to cut that, Bronco. And he's like, no, you can't. I'm growing out a beard. <laughs> so so today he is not celebrating national beard day or, or he yeah, is yeah so i thought that was funny and cute at the same time but he's a blonde as blonde can get so it, it will take a while before if he can ever grow a beard it's it's harder i think with blonde people to, to grow a beard because it's hard to show yeah i mean i have that same problem as well And then there's my older son, Rocky, who does not want a beard, so he shaves with his electric shaver all the time, mm. like multiple multiple times a day, I feel like, just to make sure he doesn't have a beard. Just really doesn't want it, huh? Yeah, doesn't want to be like his, his dad. Well, that's That can be said for most young men, right? I am excited, though. I'll tell you that much. I am really excited to go back to having a shaved head. When that day, when that day comes, my wife won't let me shave my head, and she won't let me shave my beard. I think it's interesting to have no beard day be the 17th of October really should be the 31st of October because then That's you go true. into no shave November, right? That's a good point. But the 31st is sacred holiday. So you can't really have other holidays that day. So we get the 17th for beard, no beard day. I know we don't talk about politics and we may have talked about this last year. I can't remember, but um, Kirk Colomore Jr. is, uh, I think, a state senator. He's a senator, state senator. Um, is that an office reference? But oh, right, the state senator. Yes, state senator. Yes, yes. Um, he proposed or proposed a bill last year that didn't pass that Halloween should be celebrated. I think on the last either Friday or Saturday of October, as far as trick or treating goes and stuff like that. I would totally be on board for that because it's the worst for my whole life, all 43 years of it, that Halloween, for the most part, falls on a weekday. And then you have to get up and either go to school or work the next day. It's just just weird. I just think it'd be better if we celebrated on Friday or Saturday. Um, And then you can still have your like family get together gathers and parties and do whatever on the 31st but as far as trick-or-treating goes and like most halloween celebrations parties i think it'd be nice to 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 change that up um so i don't know how that would work like because if you i mean it can't be a law right because you can't force people to celebrate a holiday but maybe we can start it out there i mean it kind of it could kind of force people's hand a little bit yeah, yeah, I don't know how that would work, but I think there should be a movement to to change that to where it's it's a Friday or Saturday that we we go trick or treating, and then like I said, when the thirty first comes around, you can still do your Halloween activities with your family or friends and neighbors. But as far as answering your door to trick or treaters, I mean, we already kind of do that anyways because there's a lot of places that do trunk or treats throughout the month nobody complains 
So just just my thoughts. I'll give you my thoughts. I see I see that as a positive because I see it two ways. It is a positive because anything to prolong the Halloween holiday, I am all on board. I mean, it's, it is already kind of like that, maybe to a degree, because a lot of people have their trunk or treats on a, the first Saturday or on the Saturday before Halloween. Well, I thought like they do it throughout the whole month, right? Yeah. Well, but, okay. more towards the middle of the month to the end. But I, I think a lot of them try to do it that the last. week of. Yeah, the week, the Saturday of or the Saturday before. That's but, true. I mean, we've got Christmas and Christmas has Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So I think if we did Halloween on the Saturday before, it could be Halloween Eve. And then even though it's maybe not always the Eve. Yeah. yeah and there's got to be another name for it, right? Yeah. Trick or treat night, something. I don't know. But but at the same time, I would worry about the that Halloween would become a non a nothing. You know what I mean? It would make Halloween more irrelevant. The the actual day. Yeah, even though trick or treating is like it's kind of my least favorite part about Halloween, it would it would almost be like people would forget and not care that it's Halloween because like oh we already did trick or treating we already did Halloween you know what I mean. That that would be my biggest worry. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't stop celebrating, but that's yeah, that's, my, a, that's my take. That's a kind of valid point, but at the same time, as we've started to do the beginning of our podcast, there's always a reason to celebrate. Like people are always looking for an excuse to celebrate something. So. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you can still, I think that's the problem too. I don't like about trick or treating as an adult is a lot of adults want to have like Halloween parties or get togethers, but it's hard to go to those and take your kids trick or treating. Yeah, true. So that's what I'm saying. If you did the trick or treating was a separate night towards dedicated just for that, then you could still do your parties and, and whatnot. And I mean, I don't know. I guess, what do you do with your little ones on Halloween, Halloween? But you can stay at home, watch Halloween movies, brew up some root beer or something. It'd be a great day to have people go to haunted houses because nobody's worried about trick-or-treating. They're just going to haunted house. That's true. Yeah. Even a few years ago, it kind of sucked because... um, BYU played on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so it was frustrating for me because I had the season tickets and it was here in Provo. So I only got to go trick or treating with the kids for half hour, 45 minutes. And then I had to take off to go to the game. So again, it'd be nice to, to separate those. And it's just another excuse to party, to have two parties. I agree. Two, two, two days to look forward to Halloween wise. But Here's a total kind of tangent, but same. Do you feel like Dia de los Muertos is getting bigger? I do. Right? So maybe we should change Halloween out to the last Saturday of the month in October. And then we'll celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Screw Halloween the 31st and just have Dia de los Muertos and have your family celebration or friends. 
you know what? All right. I think I'm we down. figured it out. All yeah. right. Well, but you as the state senator. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Kirk done. a call. Um, we're pretty good friends. So like I said, we try not to get political, but we had to. We had to. This was just a one. political episode today. Ooh. Here's another question. Is it just me? Has anybody else noticed more and more squirrels out in the suburb life? <laughs> there are so yeah, there are so many squirrels. There's constantly one running along our fence, and I've never seen squirrels around this area. That's what I'm saying. I just saw one. I'm looking out my back window, and one was running across somebody's driveway, and I saw like three today going out and looking at properties throughout the valley. So it's just like I don't remember seeing that many squirrels. Like I've city. seen in in my my subdivision, I've seen squirrels, skunks, mice, gophers, raccoons. I mean, but still, that's a lot of things. snakes. You seen any snakes? I haven't seen snakes yet, but I've seen a couple. We had of hawks living in our neighborhood for a couple of weeks. Something's going on with the animals and the wildlife. Well, we're taking more and more of their land away so okay. they have to go somewhere <laughs> point. Wait, way to tear where to turn this so negative <laughs> yeah anyways we were talking about squirrels i just noticed a lot of squirrels lately but that's that's pretty on point because a lot of times on this podcast you take that role of of doug squirrel yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> it literally was a squirrel <laughs> it literally was a squirrel that squirrel that, 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 that took my attention you. away but we probably should get to the topic of the episode, which yes, uh, very which, excited to talk about this episode because we've been <laughs> we've been hush hush for the last couple of days. We've been hush hush. Well, you we, allowed to talk to each other. Yeah, yeah. To give some people some background, we we are well. If you haven't read the title of the episode, we're talking about the haunted forest, and we took our wives um, last Saturday night to the haunted forest rest and then we went to dinner after so we basically spent all saturday night good like five hours together and i'm not mad we did our best to not talk about our experience so that it's fresh for everybody else it's raw when it comes out yeah because i think early on we we realized we couldn't talk about stuff because then we'd say funny things or have interesting insights and then we completely forget all that when we actually record so that's yeah. the rule we do something we just can't talk about it and we try not to talk about it instead we wait a couple days forget we about don't some other things. talk about it <laughs> but now we can finally talk about as you mentioned the haunted forest which i must say the it's it's the most haunted forest some would say it's haunted forest af <laughs> This is that is true. I love, I love the haunted forest. I think it's one of my. Well, I don't know if it's much anymore, but I, it used to be my favorite haunted house to go to. And I have, or I, I shouldn't call it. It's not a haunted house, haunted attraction. There are houses within it. That's true. But I haven't been to the haunted forest since 1998. Oh, it's been a minute. So. That's 25 years. It's a big gap. But the reason I liked the Haunted Forest back in the late 90s when I used to go was it's 
it's a longer haunt than a lot of the haunted houses they had back then. So it's not super quick. I mean, it depends on how quickly you can move your feet, but it takes anywhere from, I think it took us 45 minutes to walk through it. Something like that. So yeah. I could see it taking people 45 minutes to an hour, just depending on how quickly you move through it. Mm-hmm. So I like that aspect because I know a lot of haunted houses, at least back in the day, you'd sit in line for an hour, an hour and a half to walk through for maybe five, 10 minutes. So. Yeah, it that I was actually surprised. It was my first time going to the Hunt Forest and I was surprised at how long it was. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, this keeps like, I feel like it keeps going and going. You're like, oh, is this it? Nope, not it. Keep going. But not in a bad way, right? No, no, it's, it's fun. Like, I'm like, okay, like we get the point. This this can be done. It was it was enjoyable the the whole time. The only way I wouldn't enjoy it is if I wasn't with a girl. You wouldn't hold my hand. And uh, and if I was by myself, that'd be crazy <laughs> to go to a haunted haunted attraction by yourself. Who would do that? Who would do that? Who? I'll tell you who. Did you get his name? The man in front of us at the haunted house. (laughs) Yeah. Do we want to talk about that now or do we want to get some background? Let's give some some background. This is a a teaser, if you will. The haunted house was started by a man named Cletus Snodgrass, who grew up in the Bayou County, the Bayou Country of Louisiana, making and selling his famous bootlegger moonshine. He was quite successful, and many people couldn't get enough of his moonshine. After a few years, he caught the eye of a local barfly named Helga Vandersnoot. She soon fell in love with Cletus and his moonshine. In 1848, there was a major civil unrest in the South, and on a whim, Cletus decided to pony up and marry Helga, and soon after, they had their first child named Otis. In search of a more exciting and fulfilling life, they decided to head west with the rest of the pioneers. It was a long and arduous journey. About the time the snowgrass hit the Utah line, his mules were plumb exhausted and couldn't go much further. He decided to follow a wagon train to Utah County to stake his claim and build a homestead near the shore of Utah Lake in an area called Nutty Putty Creek. I'm going to stop right there. I don't think this is the real the real story of what happened at Haunted Forest. It doesn't sound like it. But this is the the lore that goes along with the Haunted Forest. And as you walk in, you will see Cletus and some of his family in their current state of living or unliving, if you will. 
They're a $500,000 bungalow. So anyway, the, this is kind of the, the legend of the haunted forest. The real story is, uh, what did they say they're on their 35th year? Good heavens. I can't remember. It's the long it's, time. It's 30 or 35 years. It's, it's, but the longest running haunted house in Utah, from what I can tell. And it was started by Robert Ethington. He had the idea while he was in engineering school at BYU and thought, hey, haunted house would be pretty cool. And so he got the the land and and it's been there to this day and still continues. So it's been around a long time and that's why you got to go to it when you were younger in the 80s. And I think my family went to it when they were young as well. It's been a, a staple of the Utah County and Utah community for all these years. So definitely one we had to check out for the podcast. And for the nostalgic reasons for me. Yeah, I mean, we don't go just for not everything we do is podcast related, just almost all of it. Right. Because we started the podcast as a as a way for us to get out and do different things. And so if it yeah. happens to be something we can do for the podcast, it's something new and different we can do. I was going to say, where do we begin? So we begin at uh, a pro tip. Go early, as early Hold as on. you can. Hold on, time out, time out. We talked about this after. If you're older like us <laughs> and you don't want lines anymore. Oh, yeah. Then you go early. Um, it opens at 730. We got there about, what, 645? Yeah, yeah, we got there and like 45 um, minutes before opening. Yeah, we got there 45 minutes before it opened. Um, we were in such a hurry. I didn't have time to back up my truck into the parking stall. <laughs> um, but apparently there was a corporate event going on for a local business. So they had their employee party going on there. The lady like looked at us and said, you guys here for the such and such party? And we're like, no, she goes, okay. Cause I know everybody. And I don't recognize you, but she was nice and talked to us for a minute, but they had like hot dogs and hamburgers and we probably should have gone and stole one just for, for the sake sakes. of stealing, but we didn't. So we hung out for like, what, just talked for about 20 minutes, which wasn't bad. Yeah. Cause that's what you do anyways, if you were waiting in line and, uh, they finally opened up the, what would you call it? Not necessarily gate, but the line. Yeah. <laughs> The, they they unroped the line so you can get in and we went and stood in line for about another 10 minutes and i think they let us in a little, little after seven so we didn't have to wait yeah. till 7 30 which was nice and we were one of the first groups to go through i mean there wasn't too many people ahead of us mm-hmm. so but then again like we've mentioned earlier it does take 45 minutes to an hour to walk through it so it, it takes a minute um but as but you yeah. enter, like you got, you, there's got so many cool displays, things, right? You can look at with Cletus and his family. Big bonfire going on. Mm-hmm. And then they've got photo ops in the line, which we looked at for a second before we actually, they actually let us into the, before they actually opened the gates, right? And they've got videos that they'll play. That was all kind of being turned on as we were going in. So I guess maybe that's part of the the draw to go in this things are already turned on and, and working for the night. You can see all that, but yeah, we kind of guess we go to the very beginning. We start at an actual haunted house. 
Right. Well, I got a question before we move on to the haunted house part. So the beginning. Okay. My very first time going there, this is what I recall. This is what I remember. I remember getting our tickets or whatever. And I felt like we went into this rectangular building that kind of just looked like a big hall, like nothing spectacular. Like maybe you could have like a dances or something in there. And I remember waiting in line, zigzagging through this building. And then we went outside to where we saw and then stood in that line. So as we were in the building, I thought, because my first time there, I thought, oh, once we get through this line, you go outside and then the, the haunt starts. No, that was just the line to get in line and wait another hour. So it took forever. I remember the first time going haunted forest, but I didn't see that building there. So I don't know if my memory is wrong or they got rid of that building um, or they just moved it. Maybe it was like a few houses down before they just moved everything over. But I'd kind of like to know, like, am I drunk thinking that there was a building that you waited in line first before going into that log roped line thing? What it I just need be, to know. I just need to know. What it could be is I went to the haunted hollow last year, which is also the same people run it as far as I'm concerned. And they did have that where you go into how we went into that haunted house type building. You go into that, you stand in a line, then go into that building, and then you go outside to then wait in another line to actually go into the full haunt. The forest. So I wonder maybe if maybe you went to that one at some point. And I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was the haunted forest. So okay, I don't think yeah. I've ever been to the one in Ogden. Yeah, we didn't have that. We had... You have that first building you walk in, and they have some people in there. Some scary things happen, right? And they kind of short, yeah. short and sweet. Short and sweet. There wasn't anything too terrifying in there, except we got to a point where we didn't know where to go. Yes, and then we had to crouch down. I think, like, I felt like the direction I thought we should go was like, this doesn't look like we should be going this way, <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, and then I felt that a couple of, times, right? We had a character and was like, oh, you actually need to go that way. <laughs> well, I think we asked him and he stayed in character. And then finally he saw us. I was starting to go that way. And then I think somebody said, no, Nate. And I'm like, oh, what? So I went to the other way. And then, then the guy's like, no, 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 you go that way. But I felt like that happened a couple times where we didn't know which way we were supposed to be going. Um, and I don't think that's part of the haunt that they're trying to confuse you. It's just not always obvious where, which direction you need to be going when you're in the the rooms or caves or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But, when but you... before we went into that house, okay, we gotta give some backstory. There was a fella standing in line right in front of us, and I wasn't sure if he was part of that business thing or on his own. And then I thought about it. Well, they kind of put the people going from the business corporate event on one side and then the public was on another. So he was obviously with the public. But my wife texted me and says, who goes to a haunted house all by themselves? <laughs> and okay. then I saw him. Yeah. So he was literally right in front of us. They, they let him in before us. But he was definitely taking his time to where we, we caught up with him. And... 
he he was having a good time. We'll put it at that. He was trying to scare the scare actors himself. Yeah. And he was also going very slow, which was a little frustrating. Not that you want to go through and rush through the haunted house, but he's going so slow to the point that we caught up to him pretty quickly, as well as the people behind us. So we kind of bottlenecked and we were kind of being not harassed, but a group of teenagers were right up against us. And they were, yeah. and they I were hate not the that. most not the most fun group to be a part of. <laughs> a little annoying. So there was a point when we got to uh it was like a cave section. Yeah, going back to not knowing where, where to go. I think he didn't know where to go. Mm. And that was our opportunity to to take off. There was a couple of times where I could have, and I think it might have been, I don't know if it would have been unpolite to pass him. Yeah. Because I was asking my wife, because at the same time, he was entertaining us for a good five, ten minutes because he was getting really into it with yes. the actors. He kept talking about his band. <laughs> his band. He was inviting all the monsters just to be a part of his part band. Part of his band or something like that. And um, But then it got old pretty quick. Um, and, and, I, and part of me kind of felt a little sorry for the guy. I always feel bad when people are doing stuff on their own. Um, but... Yeah, we saw an opportunity after that cave to to get a little head and which was nice. I hate like going I hate people behind us. I hate beat people in front of you because it kind of ruins the experience if you already know what's coming. Yeah. Um even that's what you enjoy, Brandon. That's why you had me go first, because then but at the same time you got the you get the the actors always following you guys because you're in the in the back. And they know I'm scared. And they know you <laughs> like to be scared, but one of the actors said she was my I was her favorite and she gave gifted me a leaf. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thank you. And he still has the leaf to this day. He holds it in her And I bought a car. Did you see I bought a car? Yeah, Corvette. I bought a Corvette for free. But the other guy wanted me to pay for the other car. I'm like, wait, the guy back there. Was, there was a the cohesion in their, yeah. in their scare tactics. <laughs> you know, talking about the haunt, um, I don't mean it as a slight because I really did enjoy it. It's not as scary as other haunted houses, maybe because there's some certain limitations to it being as big as it is. And outside, there's only so much they can do with that. You have a little more manipulation when it's all indoors. And the other thing is the areas aren't as well defined as in a traditional haunted house. You know, you go somewhere and they have the clown room and the, the cemetery they do have that but it's a little bit harder to distinguish in this one would you would you agree with that uh yeah yeah it wasn't there was no it was almost kind of like the haunted forest is like you're going up have you ever done like a walkabout for your neighborhood they call them where do you go different people's houses a progressive dinner I guess that works too. Or our church does like, like you. They do their trunk or treat inside the church and families mm. take a room and they decorate it on their own. Sure. That's kind of what the haunted forest is. You like go to room to room and everything is could be different than the next. Yeah. So there's not a there's not a theme mm-hmm. for the haunted forest. It's just right. a whole bunch of different small exhibits. Yeah. With true. different some kind of repeat themselves. Agreed. But 
I, I do, like I said, my favorite part of it is that it's outside. Um, and maybe that's nostalgic because growing up going to uh, the Haunted Woods, I love doing that one. So it kind of reminds me of the Haunted Woods. And I just like how long it is. And like I said, being outside is, is better than being trapped indoors. So I'd go again for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Um, I don't recall. There's a couple of spots, I guess, hopefully not it's a spoiler alert or anything like that, but they have some slides you go down. Two sets of slides, two separate two sets of slides. Yep. Uh, be careful. The first one, my wife went like, did you see that? Uh-uh. He went flying. <laughs> like, like I came down and stopped at the very bottom. She was like, I, she probably, her feet probably hit the wall. That's about 10 feet away from the bottom of the slide. Like she went flying off that wow. slide. So um, I bumped into you on the second one. Oh, I don't remember that, but I, we're, I we were running ahead, from bad so guys. That's so probably I was, why I was, my adrenaline was running, was pumping. I couldn't <laughs> feel. In the interest of time, do you have a favorite spot in the haunted house? Um, I mean, just because of my daughter really being into Stranger Things, I like the Stranger Things. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Um. But you're right. I mean, there's not, I mean, there's a little bit of jump scary stuff and I don't know. And we were there pretty early. So I don't know if maybe all the actors were true, already true, true. ready to go, but yeah, overall I, I do enjoy the haunted forest I and mean, I would go back again. Um, part of me wants to take my, my daughter back so she can see the, just, just to see the uh, stranger things exhibit. Yeah. I'll say mine, then the one that defi- was most defined for me was the pirate section, and they had a cool cannon effect. Yeah. It shot from across, and then there was like a bubble in the water, so I thought that was yeah. really cool. That's cool. And then the view, too, over there to see the whole lake. Yeah. Which I guess they're trying to play off of that's being the ocean, you know, in the background with the pirate right, ship. Right. So, uh, yeah, really cool. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad that we we made the trek out there off of your suggestion, Nate. And you know, we've only ever been to. Oh, never mind. I take that back. But outside haunts are are unique and fun in their own way, and I think everybody should uh, should take a chance to go check this one out. As I mentioned, it's it's still scary, so maybe don't take the younger people that don't like to be scared. But I definitely would would give it a couple thumbs up. Yeah. Worth worth the time. And if you want to stand in line, go whenever. When we were leaving the parking lot, it was there was a ton of cars pulling in at that time. So we got it um, nice and quick. Yeah, we got it. We got in and out really quick. So yeah. Check out the Haunted Forest in American Fork. Do it. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place podcast. And this was a place we just talked about. In this town we call home. Hope you enjoy this episode. La 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 Thanks for listening.